If you're snacking on a fruit bowl right now, you may want to avoid the cantaloupe. There's a cantaloupe crisis going on in Canada. That's not good. Yeah, six people have died over the past six weeks because of a salmonella outbreak involving cantaloupes. Wow. You know, we hear a lot about salmonella, different E. coli outbreaks or different outbreaks, and it's usually in spring mix or lettuce or something. This is the first cantaloupe outbreak I've heard in my life, I think. Are you a cantaloupe fan, Jim? I'm a casual fan. It's not I, it's not something I've ever bought at the grocery store myself, but if it's out somewhere, I'll have a slice. Yeah. Like if you're at a fancy hotel and they bring out, uh, you know, the little uh, the fruit salad with the cantaloupe ball. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's a nice touch. Comes out with breakfast sometimes. I'm pretty particular when it comes to my melons. <laughs> yeah? I like a big melon. Yeah, yeah, you like to get them in your hands first. Big juicy melon. Yeah, yeah. Watermelon is basically my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, I don't really get too excited about the, the melons. <laughs> Grow well, up. you're cons- Grow up. Mark yourself safe from the cantaloupe crisis of 2023. No, seriously, you know I'm a hypochondriac, mm-hmm. and I'd be freaked out, man, if I was a cantaloupe guy. Um, yeah, they're saying that salmonella symptoms can uh, sneak up on you. They present themselves within three days of eating the contaminated food. Diarrhea, fever, stomach cramps. You may not develop symptoms, though, or realize you're sick for weeks. So be careful around the cantaloupe, especially with the holidays just around the corner Interesting. here. It's happening in the States, too. They're trying to find the source of the bacteria. They don't know exactly if it's like from cantaloupe one farm. Cantaloupe X? <laughs> yes. Because uh, our manager, Dave Blizzard, got sick down south, too. I wonder if he had a little cantaloupe on his trip. And he thought right. he got like food poisoning or something. He can't quite trace what it is. Maybe he had the cantaloupe in him. Yeah, it was, it was in his gastro area, he yeah. was saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forward him this. Did you have cantaloupe at the breakfast buffet, Dave? Hmm. If you are, this is the positive news if you're a cantaloupe fan. I have a feeling you're going to be able to get a pretty good deal on cantaloupes <laughs> over the next couple of months. True. Over the weekend, the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office released more details on the death of Friends actor Matthew Perry. And they revealed that Perry died from acute effects of ketamine. Hmm. And the big question was uh, when we heard that he had passed away. Was there a relapse? We all know that Perry struggled with opioid addiction, um, alcohol, etc. The answer, I, I guess, is maybe. Uh, apparently, he had been prescribed a number of things to help him with his addiction mm-hmm. and his, his mental state. And one of those things was ketamine. Uh, Matthew Perry underwent ketamine infusion therapy for depression and anxiety a week and a half before his death. However, officials are saying the ketamine in his system at the time of his death could not have been that from the infusion therapy since ketamine's half-life is three to four hours or less. Hmm. So uh, somehow, for some reason, he must have ingested or introduced ketamine into his system after he had the therapy. Mm-hmm. I've heard about this therapy. I've heard it being very successful. And he obviously, he's very well off, so he's going to get the best therapy possible. Yeah. So I'm assuming it wasn't the therapy. I know his wife or ex-girlfriend or girlfriend, current girlfriend who, who was dating before he passed is, wants an investigation into it. 
And I hope that's not the case. I just feel like a lot of people what, with that addiction there was a relapse? It's just, you know, if I was a betting man, I, I would bet on a relapse. It just, unfortunately, is just human behavior. You never know. Right. You never or know. Or he could have been taking something that he saw as his medicine that was prescribed by a doctor, right? And it, took too much? Yeah, I don't know if they send you home with it or what happens, but... Uh, if you've read Perry's book, the guy abused his body, mm-hmm. and it, it sounds like this just was the straw that broke the camel's back, Yeah, for yeah. lack of a better term. Yeah, sad stuff. Yeah, ketamine. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like a horse tranquilizer? I have it a is. friend who's a vet. No, a I veteran do. drug user? It, it, or a veterinarian? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, not a veteran ketamine user. This guy's a vet. He's been, vet. He was at Woodstock. No, a a veterinarian, guy. and yeah. they deal with ketamine. We'd always joke, hey, is the vet coming to the party? Bring yeah. the ketamine. Ha, ha, ha. No, it, it definitely has been used for that in the past. I don't know if they still do. And it has been used for humans a lot, but certainly it is a tranquilizer that was at one point used for horses. No. So pushing uh, the girlfriend, ex-girlfriend of Matthew Perry, pushing for an investigation. No word on uh, how far that's going to go. Out in British Columbia, a, uh, a lady named Cheryl, she likes going all out with the Christmas decorations on the front lawn. 11 reindeer, some on the rooftop, massive red bows, Christmas trees and presents, thousands of lights. Thousands? She does her up. Well, she was surprised that one of her neighbors left a pretty rude note (laughs) on her front door. Hmm. The note reads, why don't you give our neighborhood a break? Haven't you ever heard that less is more? Your house is the joke of the neighborhood. I feel like I'm reading this in the wrong voice. I, I, I feel like the whoever wrote this would sound like the lady who complains about Devin Peacock's sports intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did it change? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting sick of it, <laughs> and it's really annoying. Let's start over. Okay. Why don't you give our neighborhood a break? Haven't you ever heard that less is more? Your house is the joke of the neighborhood. It looks more like Santa's whorehouse or a Christmas abortion. Whoa! Tone it down a bit. I don't think when you're throwing around uh, terms like the A and W in there. Yeah, yeah. You're really toning it up. Which, by the way, is not what A and W stands for if you go to the restaurant. I mean, I might go back a few more times. No, no. but... <laughs> no, we wouldn't, no. Santa, Santa's brothel, we'll call it. Or a Man. Christmas egg. Is this a handwritten one? Is this the newspaper clip? Of course it's handwritten. Yeah, okay. The your newspaper, <laughs> like ransom letter yeah, style? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well... Little, a little aggressive. That is aggressive. That's unnecessary. Totally. However, I gotta see this display. Because, you know, because I do feel like you can go, a, I don't, the I've never, kids s- love it though. The, they do. It, there's a lot of inflatables involved Let in this. Let me see. Because I can some see- people think the purists will say the inflatables are tacky. I would, ne- that, that note, never okay. Never okay. But I could see neighbors, uh, going, rolling their eyes, walking by a house or living directly across from the really bright house. Yeah. And it's like shining in your it's eyes. Like, it's like Kramer when they open Kenny Rogers Roasters across the street. You got and that the, red glaze is coming through. Yeah, window. you got the light shining through and you can't get any sleep. It, it's, it, it's very 
inflatably. Some I could see how some would think it's tacky, but who cares that much? Yeah, yeah. To, to that say, they would yeah. handwrite a note. Yeah, and sound that miserable, or, or to try to make somebody who went all out. To try to make them feel bad, because all they're trying to do is spread joy. Yeah, maybe they're showing off. I don't know, but well, they are spreading that. joy. This is from a this is from the Global News article about the uh, the woman who got this note. She started setting up uh, Christmas decorations and going uh, above and beyond at Christmas after her dad passed away, and she also lost her son. Oh no. And she does this as a way to honor her son and her dad every year because they loved Christmas. Very touching. So how do you feel now, complaining lady? Hmm. Well, I just saw a picture of the decorations. Still on the fence, even after hearing all that. <laughs> that is not like that is a nice thing. I'm sure it makes her happy and, and probably makes a lot of people in the neighborhood happy. But it is kind of ugly. But it is but it is it it wouldn't bother me one bit. I would love it. Tone it down a little bit. That's never cool, but this is quite the display. (laughs) Phones are ringing about this one. Uh, We're talking about a woman in British Columbia. She goes all out at Christmas, decorates her house, her front lawn, all sorts of inflatables and lights, and got a letter from a neighbor. Why don't you give our neighborhood a break? Haven't you ever heard that less is more? Your house is the joke of the neighborhood. The letter goes on to uh, get a little nastier than that mm-hmm. and tone it down a bit. Do you have a house in, in your neighborhood that is a little bit cheesy, a little over the top at Christmas time? What do you think about that? Hey, who's this? Dave in the man cave. Dave, what's going on, buddy? Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. Going to make a comment on that lady with the um, uh, decorations. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. You put out what you like, what you want. You know, some people find it tacky, some people find it classy. It's all in the eye of the beholder. But writing a note, that's just low. Yeah, it's like tacky is is classy in Christmas. The ugly Christmas sweater parties, you embrace the tacky, yeah, right? Exactly, man. It's all in people's view. You know what they enjoy. I agree, Dave. It sounds like whoever wrote that note needs to be visited by three ghosts on Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Messages here, text messages. Most people are saying, hey, it's Christmas. I I wouldn't mind if it was in my neighborhood. The kids would love it. I I walk the dogs around the neighborhood, and I I like looking at the displays just like I do on Halloween. I love when people go all out. It's it's funny, and it's like like you know it's a, a point of pride for them. But some are uglier than others, and some are better looking than others. So th- I think there, there are bad displays. Hey, Taz and Jim, I grew up very poor. The one thing my mom could do when I was a kid was take me out at Christmas time to see all the neighborhood light displays. It's something I still do every year. And it puts a smile on the kids' faces. Yeah, there you go. That's what it's all about. If you can't put up with it for three or four weeks out of yeah, the year. It's never worth writing a letter like that. Handwritten note stapled to your neighbor's door. You might be the problem. Yeah, yeah. If you're at that point. Can't you just walk by and be like, oh, the Wilsons are at it again, and then move on? Guess that neighbor never heard of the Dirty Mind Xmas decorations drinking game. For those of us who don't like tacky blow-ups, etc., you just have to... uh, have a bottle in your hand and go out and rearrange them and make it look like they're all doing it on the front lawn. 
Oh, okay, yeah. With the deer, it looks like there's a train of deer. <laughs> a human centipede of deer centipede making of love. Deer. All right. Uh, the best is people with 50 inflatable decorations. Looks great at night when they're all plugged in, but during the day when they aren't inflated, it looks like a bunch of colorful garbage bags lying all over their front lawn. <laughs> that is true. At night, they sparkle. During the day, not so much. You see who's uh, playing Lex Luthor in the new Superman movie? I did not. Confirmed? No. no. Unfortunately, it's not Johnny Sins, the porn star. <laughs> he was rumored to have the role locked uh, down at one point. It's right there. It's so obvious. <laughs> He's bald. What else do yeah. you need, James Gunn? <laughs> Nicholas Holt is going to be playing Holt. Lex Luthor. Not familiar with the name. He is the guy who was in, he was Beast in the latest X-Men movies. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was Dracula's huh. assistant in that movie with Nicolas Cage that came out there. Okay. A little young, in my opinion, for a Lex Luthor type. I think the problem is, Jim, we're getting older. No, no. How old should Lex Luthor be? 50. In? You think he's in his 50s? Yeah, yeah. He's got to be Jeff Bezos' age. Like, no, Jeff Bezos is a little old. It depends. How, he has to be age appropriate like a, for Superman. A jacked up on HGH fifty-five-year-old. Yes, yes. I'm trying to think of a who 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 I could cast better. I don't know. I'm trying to think of bald people, but anybody can shave their head. He has to be age appropriate to Superman, and he has to be older than Superman, in right. my opinion. I think this is one of those kind of younger. Supermans, though, like this is like the, the the origin. So I don't know. It's, Nicholas Holt is thirty four. Like that's a that's pretty a couple young years life. younger than me. He's got to be in his forties. No. Anyway, he's not a bad actor. I've seen him in a few things. He's decent, mm -hmm. but he's also non threatening. He like plays a nice guy in every role. They really recycle these guys, eh? Through the superhero <laughs> movies, yeah. It's like he's an X Man. He's a he's in uh, Lex Luthor now in DC. Yeah, there's got to be more actors. Apparently not. It's like politicians. <laughs> you see, hey, this guy's running for office. Really, that's the best we got. Yeah, yeah. He can be a Democrat and a Republican. He can be DC and Marvel. What's going on? Time for sports. Our sports guy Devin Peacock is here to talk about. Kyle Dubas's triumphant return to Toronto on the weekend. <laughs> I'm not even a Leaf fan, and I love this. <laughs> Whoops. That's okay. They only lost 7 nothing with uh, the Penguins did. Penguins lost 7 nothing to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Of course, Kyle Dubas, if you're not aware, former uh, GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, he got the heck out of there. Left him high and dry so he could go work in Pittsburgh. Did, did he get fired or am I wrong? No, he left. Oh, he, okay. He, he left before anything could happen. Oh, I thought uh, he got fired and then in Pittsburgh picked him up. No, he, uh, he, because he was out of contract. Mm. And so he said he wanted to come back and he couldn't p picture himself playing or uh, being a GM anywhere else. And then like a week later, he was uh, the, oh, president, except Pittsburgh. <laughs> the president GM <laughs> of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, I remember that. He did the press conference. Oh, I love Toronto. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> it was gone days later. Sidney Crosby, hello. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, and then, of course, Jason Spezza, you know, his lapdog, decided to go with him. 
I love the chant. Obviously, uh, Leaf fans were just uh, <laughs> cherishing every moment of Saturday night, chanting "Dubis, Dubis." <laughs> you don't play the GM, but because of the history, this game meant a little bit extra. And boy, I mean, the Leafs, you know, their goaltending has been an issue this year. Martin Jones was brought in as the uh, third stringer. They had a unique clause within his contract to when they sent him down to the AHL to make sure that he stayed within the organization. A little extra bonus if he's recalled. So he got a, he got a shutout? The third string goal? Third string goal. He got a 7 nothing shutout <laughs> against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And now there's the, I mean, there's an open question whenever uh, Joseph Wall comes back, can he find his, you know, the Mojo he had when he got injured. Ilya Samsonov hasn't been the same guy as last year. Then you got Martin Jones here just, you know, chugging along, making a case that maybe he uh, should be the guy. So the situation is a whole lot rosier for Toronto than it is for Pittsburgh. And if I'm Kyle Dubas, I'm looking at Ron Hextall was the guy that just had his job. He lasted only two years. Sidney Crosby's 36. If the Penguins, who are right now way out of the playoff spot, do not make the playoffs again this year, He's almost on notice immediately because there's no time to waste. Sidney Crosby is a point-per-game player again. He's going, you know, close to almost 20 years in the NHL at this point. Like, there's no 10 years from now for Sidney. It's now. Yeah. And if he can't be the guy to bring them into uh, the Stanley Cup question again, maybe they'll find someone else. 7 nothing. And Austin Matthews wasn't playing on Saturday. No, Austin Matthews. It was the young guys that were uh, that were carrying it for Toronto. It was great to see. Uh, good call, Dubis. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. <laughs> I've definitely got to start going to the gym more in the new year. I'm already thinking about it here. Yeah? Why's that? Because I, uh, I started watching season two of Jack Reacher on Amazon. Yeah? You familiar with the show? I haven't seen it, no. But you've heard of Jack Reacher. Yeah. Tom Cruise did a couple movies he, as yeah. Jack Reacher based on a popular uh, book series. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy they got playing Jack Reacher now has got to be like the most muscular human being I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's a big boy. Eh? Have you seen him? I hate to break it to you, Taz. No matter how much you work out. It's too late. You're not. That's not you. It's never going to be. Let me show you a picture. That's got to be genetics and steroids. This at some is point. shirtless Jack Reacher. Yeah, I haven't seen him shirtless. I didn't know he was that like ripped, but he's he's a he's massive a human to begin yeah. with. Alan Richson. Good show to watch with your wife because it's got the action. It's got the uh, the intrigue, mm-hmm. and when that shirt comes off, Jack Reacher. Sure. Your wife's going to be uh, pretty excited. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and then extremely disappointed yeah, when yeah, you yeah. try to follow it up by taking your hey, honey, shirt off. Why are, you, why are you trying to look over my shoulder while we're making love at the TV? What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, whatever you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're, now this is your big plan. Is this a New Year's resolution for you, or are you going to start now getting uh, into shape? Well, I'd like to start, uh, you know, slowly easing into it. <laughs> Sure, you got. You, if you do ease into it and get a consistent little pattern, it's going, all about routine, right? Yes, it is. Got to really get is. back into the routine. Now you've kind of slipped a little bit since your boxing match. Oh wow, Jim. easy. Are you gonna? What's your What's your plan for the new year? What are you trying to say? 
well, you stopped working out yeah, after yeah. the boxing match and started eating like crap and drinking again. It is true, but I, I only stopped working out because my sh- I dislocated my shoulder during the fight, uh-huh. so I'm in physio right now. Hey, so I haven't Jack been Reacher will tell you there's always an excuse not to go to the gym. <laughs> I've started to dislike this Jack Reacher guy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> my wife wants him, and now he's chirping me? <laughs> Uh, yes, but I took like honestly, it was four months of clean living. So I t- I took like a yeah, month a off, you know. Season. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm I'm, t- I'm going hard in January. You know, I, I still play a little soccer here and there, but that's it. Well, let's encourage each other in the new year. How's that? Oh, sound? you don't want to tear each other down and, and humiliate each other. What, into... If that's what it takes. Yeah, no. Whatever gets us to the gym. If humiliation and negativity is the best motivator, then maybe that's the route we take. But it it isn't for me, but it is fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking. Donuts, retro donuts at Tim Hortons. They had success bringing back the the walnut donut, right? That was a limited time deal this uh, past year. Tim Hortons uh, celebrates their 60th anniversary in uh, 2024. So January 10th, the Dutchie returns. Pass the Dutchie on the <laughs> left-hand side. So the Dutchie is, okay, I'm trying to figure out, the Dutchie, in this photo, I don't really remember them looking like this. Dutchie it's the donut. square donut that's like apple and Got some raisins. raisins, right? Hmm. It's like an Who doesn't love bowl. a good isn't raisin what, donut? <laughs> isn't that what the Dutch people, it's called like Oli Boli or something like that? Dutch people love making them, and it's like apple, it's like a donut, and there's like apple and raisins in it. I think that's where it comes from anyway. Kind of want a fritter bowl. now, to be honest, now that we're talking about this. Apple fritter superior to the Dutchie, I'd say. I love a honey cruller. I mean, that's always... They're still around, though. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get those. Yeah, yeah. I like a honey dip. Yeah, I like the old school. I like the plain. You do, know, they, I'm not do, too... do they have the maple donut anymore? It's been a while since I saw the old maple glazed. <sighs> I, think it, I think it depends on which Tim Hortons you go to. The donut selection varies. Yeah? You get closer to Quebec, there's more maple product. <laughs> I'd be shocked if there was any they actual... maple cream donut. Maple in the maple donut. No, yeah. but the old maple glaze. That's like the chocolate glaze, you know, just the yeah. round... Yeah, they still have it. The round donut with the hole in the middle, but the maple glaze? Yep, yep. still going strong. Honey cruller, a Boston cream. Maple dip, they call it. Maple and uh, and one of the, the powdered ones with like a little... Uh, uh, you don't see those as much as you used to. Those the pa- are- white powder donuts? Yeah. Well, yeah, I know why Dev likes those. Oh, yeah. He's got, always got an excuse why he's got <laughs> powder on his nose and face. <laughs> it's just the donuts. <laughs> Woo! The news never sleeps! The news never sleeps! <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the powder equivalent of, I like crying in the rain because nobody <laughs> can see my tears. <laughs> <laughs> Dev's always so full of energy. Yeah, it must be those powdered guy. donuts. Woo! Dev and Peacock over here. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Dev starts getting this reputation, the most straight laced guy. Yeah, we're totally making this up, by the way. Just uh, uh, hmm. uh, do a little bump off your hat there. <laughs> Relax. Take it easy. <laughs> now everyone knows you're a poser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so uh, anyway, uh, old school. retro donuts coming yeah. back to Tim Hortons in the new year. The That'll 80s are back in Tim Hortons and in Deb's life. <laughs> <laughs>